0: Hello everyone, welcome to the weekend. The Lord be with you. I do hope that you're all well today. Now our last reading in Matthew for this week is from Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 to 46. Jesus tells about the final judgment. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, uh, today is our final reflection from Adele McLean, and she's entitled it "Sheep and Goats." Jesus is all over the place in today's passage. He is the one telling the story. He is the one sitting on the throne. He is also in the hungry, the thirsty, the strangers, the naked, the sick, the prisoners. His words point towards his refusal to be confined and contained. This account is intended at least in part as a comfort for Matthew's persecuted early Christian community and continues to serve as a comfort to persecuted Christians with the assurance that Jesus sees and cares about their suffering. She says, I also find myself wondering if some sheep are a little goat-like and some goats a little sheepish. Even people who care for people in need 90% of the time will walk by 10% of the time. Even people who 90% of the time are utterly selfish 10% of the time will greet those in need with kindness. In that case, it would seem the goatherd might be significantly diminished. It's also true that choosing to be in the latter group, choosing to turn a blind eye to the suffering of others, is likely in the end to inflict suffering on ourselves. As James Baldwin wrote, it is a terrible and inexorable law that one cannot deny the humanity of another without diminishing one's own. The other insight that strikes me is that Jesus recognises his flock as those who choose to visit the sick and the imprisoned. And so it seems unlikely that Jesus would have the will to imprison people in eternal agony without also desiring to go to meet them there. Amen. She's made us think deeply this week, I think, as uh, Adele, and um, I hope uh, that you, you've you really uh, learned some things about God as we've journeyed along with her about uh, the greatest commandment, which is to um, love God and love one another. So, um I just want to read what it says in my uh, Bible about this uh about this passage. It says that God will separate his obedient followers, followers from pretenders and unbelievers. We demonstrate what we believe by the way we act. To treat each person we encounter as if he or she were Jesus is no easy task. What we do for others demonstrates what we really think about Jesus' words to us. Feed those who are hungry, give homeless people a place to stay, take care of widows, minister to refugees, look after those who are poor or sick, visit those in prison. What can we, our church or our small groups do to begin helping in these sorts of ways? Well, I know that certainly we, we try and support at Christchurch Church, um, the homeless shelters, um, particularly uh, in the winter months. We certainly uh, do that every January um, and we um, try and support the food bank and other agencies. So, you know, even if we can't physically, you know, take someone in or do something, we can support those agencies that do uh, so that God's work can continue um, and we can do our little bit in that way. But um, Adele's uh, food for thought today is, think of one or two people whom you strongly dislike. Wow. Can you see anything sheepish in them? I'll say that again. Think of one or two people whom you strongly dislike. Can you see anything sheepish that is sheep-like based on what we've said today in them? Let us pray. Jesus, friend and brother, help us to be a carrier of your generosity and kindness to those whom we meet today. Lord in your mercy hear our prayer. Today in our parish prayers we pray for all those on our prayer list. So today our reading has um, talked about those in need and in our parish prayer list today It's to pray for anyone on our prayer list and anyone that you know who need our prayers for healing or to meet any particular need. Let's just bring people to mind for a moment. And as we think of all those in need, the sick, the hungry, the homeless, the imprisoned, we also pray for other people in our communities. So Heavenly Father, we pray for students and teachers in our communities, for those who are living in poverty, In our midst. Help us all to fulfil our God-given potential to help those in need. We pray for our heads of government and those in positions of power. We ask for them to be motivated to eradicate injustice and inequality. We thank you for the NHS and the amazing staff that keep it running. We also remember those who work in the care industry, caring for those in homes for the elderly. We pray for communities around our world where access to healthcare is difficult Unlimited. We thank you for the opportunity to keep learning and growing about you, Lord. So we bring before you all on our prayer list, all on our hearts and minds, and all those we have just mentioned in the work that they are doing to sustain Our communities, Lord of transformation, turn the ordinary into the extraordinary. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for those who live and work on Oak Avenue, Oak Place, Oak Street, Old Causey. Old Marsh, Oliver Close, Orion Place, and Overdale Mount. May your presence be felt in these places, Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we say together, our Father in heaven, For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And so as we continue our Saturday, May... The Lord go with you. We go into the world to walk in God's light, to rejoice in God's love, and to reflect God's glory. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. So everyone... Hope you have a lovely weekend. Um, I will see you tomorrow. And um, hopefully um, some of you will be in church and I'll see you then. And until then, take good care of yourselves and have a wonderful day. Bye for now.